1: Turban. Turban in for the touchdown. Have yeah, fun,
2: play with some heart, play with passion. Turban in the jack. He gets the call on second down and goal, and pushes it through, and the Colts have scored a touchdown. Let's go! First and goal at the one. Turban. Well, let me formally introduce you, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. Um, special guests on the show today, uh, myself, Bridget Case, my co host, uh, and our guest today, Darwin Thompson, uh, Super Bowl champion, Darwin AKA Thompson. AKA
1: the Wild Thornberry.
2: A- <laughs> <laughs> AKA the Wild Thornberry. Elijah. Elisha, no! mean, right? How do you say his name?
1: No, Darwin was a character, Eliza was the older sister.
2: Oh, Elijah was the older sister. No, Eliza, oh, not
1: Elijah.
2: Eliza. Yeah. That's kind of a weird name for, like, I've never heard any, <laughs> like anyone have that name for a really? girl. I had, a, I had yeah. a good
1: friend named Eliza in college. She's oh, wow. She's so cute and little tiny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we got our fellow <laughs> Thornberry, Darwin Thompson, on the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the most recent Super Bowl champ. Yeah. How... Talk about that experience. How did that feel, man, winning the title?
0: Man, crazy. Like, you know, you, that's something you just dream of, and it seems so far away. Mm. And for me to be a part of that team, just to be in, in that moment, just to be in that moment was big. And to win the whole dance, that was crazy. Like, that's forever stamped on my name. Like, moving 100%. forward, I'm, I'm working for the next contract, next gold, the gold jacket, next contract. Starting, yeah. job like I don't. That's my goal now. I don't even know another Super Bowl, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's the goal to do it every year, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of guys. I mean, play
2: in the league sometimes. yeah, I'm sure there were some guys on your team who had been in the league a long time, like mm-hmm. uh, like LaShawn or uh, some of those yeah. other guys who've been around uh, years and years, and and some of them never even made the playoffs, right? Uh, let alone you know Super Bowl champions yeah I'm sure that you know they're telling a young Rick like you man to cherish the moment these things don't come easy right what are some of the things that uh you know some of the other guys were mentoring to you uh during that year during your first year in Kansas City
0: just like you said man uh it don't come easy some guys play nine 11 years and it's their first Super Bowl or first time to the playoffs or first win in the playoffs. I think Shady said he ain't make it past the second round of the playoffs ever. So just taking it all-in, um, enjoying the moment, and just don't take it for granted because it don't come easy, like you say. It, sh- these guys played 9, 11 years in the NFL and don't even see playoffs at the time. So, like, me, will go through playoffs, win a couple of games in playoffs, and then go to the Super Bowl and win a dance, be a part of that. And we enjoyed it after Oh, I, yeah, I, I like, bet. looked like <laughs> it. it. I bet. I
1: bet. That's so. Right. That's so I mean, that's so cool. I mean, that's not something you'll never forget. But I think about Andy Reid because I low key have a total yeah. grandpa crush on him, and I think that <laughs> you know he feels it in a totally different way because he's been in the league for so long and been so close so many times. And yeah. all of a sudden, you know, he makes it happen. And he's already was such a legend, had basically everything else under his belt except for a Super Bowl. What did you observe um, as far as, like, his mentality, his poise, once you guys were able to clinch it all?
0: I think it's a trickle effect on down to the team with his poise. I mean, you see we was down 28 against the – or 24-0 against the Texans the first half, first quarter, and we came back 28-24. Going into halftime, and that his poise just throughout the playoffs and onto the Super Bowl is a trickle effect on down to the team, the quarterback, and then the rest of the players. I mean, he just lets us play a lot calmer mm. and almost stage frighten me a lot of times is how calm Coach read is. Like, man, you act like this ain't a big moment. Is that, is that? But he been there, did that with a lot of other teams. Is that what he told you
2: guys halftime in that game? Just play calmer?
0: No. Pat came through yelling, just be yourself, just be yourself. Mm. We'll do this, just play like how we play, just play how we play. And out of nowhere, it's 28-24, like, just like that.
1: That's crazy. And then
0: going, swaggering yeah. confidence going into the Super Bowl was just off a whole another level, just because we 28, down 24 I mean, I'm thinking of Mad, and I'm thinking of Sticks. I'm like 21-0. It's time to go. We lost. Right, right. <laughs> um, you know, that's that's, that's the thought process, and then it's like redemption. We coming back. Boom. Um, right. I just
2: start going crazy. Now, you guys going to the Super Bowl? You're down at halftime in that game as well. Yeah. Right, Bridget. That was a lot more pressure.
1: And I mean, mean, basically, you got to be honest too. A lot of people counted you out before the game even, so everybody really thought it was over. I'm just gonna be honest, watching things from the outside. We in Kansas
0: City, we thought we the big dogs going into the game. That's what we thought. I know, but I'm just saying. I mean, Rob, agree with
1: me. Even like on Radio Row, but even just being in California, everybody was for the Niners. Everybody thought they were gonna take it. Like everybody was riding that wave. So yeah. I mean, I I think that it was a huge surprise. Obviously, I feel like ever since the Patriots whipped out that win against the Falcons, what was it, a couple years ago, now everyone's like a little bit more aware that like, okay, major comebacks can happen in a Super Bowl. Um, Anything's
2: possible, yeah. Anything
1: is possible, so no one sleeps on it anymore. But still, like, that was a huge, I think, surprise for a lot of people, especially like just the cultural the cultural watchers in general, you know, like the halftime waiters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah. I, hmm. I mean, we in Kansas City. So That's all we hear is we the big dog. Yeah, we ain't really watch ESPN. We ain't watch no talk show hosts. So all we knew going into the game was like, we played them in the preseason. We got a feel for them. You know, preseason, mm-hmm. some team really don't matter. who group. had a lot of guys playing preseason. got a feel for but, them.
1: Okay. I have a question though. How similar was it because that's obviously such a different roster that's on the field during preseason? So like, how do you really yeah. get a feel?
0: Only person I think we ain't see was the Bosa. Got it. <laughs> really? Yeah. I yeah. mean, on the defense side of the ball, the only person and me. A lot of our guys played the first half. I played in the first half of that preseason game, and then seeing them in the playoffs, it's a different speed. Definitely 100%. just be playing different different states at hand. Um, you got a lot more to play for in the, in the Super Bowl I'll tell you what they're playing relentless both sides both teams playing relentless you football can see out it. there mm-hmm. just no oh yeah definitely. one of the other things yeah. that's
2: different too you know in the preseason teams may not show as much right, right. they're not going to show all of their sure. scheme and everything like that that to. they can yeah. do yeah. Yeah. yeah so you can kind of see from that time you can get an idea though from that time uh, throughout the season okay what are they doing the same, even just alignment-wise? All right, and how they develop, how they uh, uh, changed throughout the season, leading okay. up to the
0: Super Bowl. And I definitely, I definitely felt that even with within the rest of the preseason teams we played, they ain't show too much. They just was out there getting warm, let me get your feet wet, type of thing. Right. Once we see them during the season, whole another level of football. Did you start the season on the
2: um, you know, there's a 53 man roster, obviously, but I think you're only dressed uh, 46, right? Mm-hmm. Did you start the season there or, 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 or did you start off at, on the practice squad? No,
0: I started the season dressed. Okay. I never reached the practice squad. There. That's great. I started season okay.
2: dressed. That's great, yeah.
0: man.
2: That's wonderful. That's big time. Um, you had a, uh, you know, you had a pretty you know significant running back in your room uh, a guy who's been around the league i think they traded for him in the middle of the season is that right bridge um
1: was it middle or was it th- i'm getting my years mixed up was that 2019 yeah.
2: yeah i think so Like, i don't think Lashawn mccoy started the season with you guys did he no he came after training after fall camp oh. after training after training camp right yeah so you guys go through training camp you know, you got these backs, right? I mean, this is probably your first little experience of the business of the league, just a little bit, right? <laughs> you go through training camp, be like, oh, man, we're going into the season with these running backs. And then, boom, they make a trade for, you know, a blockbuster player. I mean, a guy who has been a pro bowler, uh, very, very, you know, well-known and 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 respected around the league, coming in uh, to help the team, essentially, uh you know, achieve the ultimate goal, which is winning a championship. Uh, what was that experience mm-hmm. like for you? And how did how did that relationship
0: uh, work between the two of you guys? Man, I tell you, it was it was crazy because going in the training camp, the first guy we had on the team was Carlos Hyde. And so I'm going in, I'm like, man, it's Carlos Hyde. I got to compete with Carlos Hyde. And, you know, the nature of the business, you compete competing every year. My first year, I'm walking in the door like, I got Damian Williams, Daryl Williams, Carlos Hyde, uh, and then just the rookie guys I was coming in with. So going through training camp, I'm just battling with Carlos, battling with Carlos. They end up trading Carlos to the Texans. By that time, they got me number two on the board. Mm -hmm. It's Damian, me, Daryl, and then we had some rookie guys I was with. I'm going in number two, and out of nowhere, boom. I see we signed Shady. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> like, we just came off our last preseason right. game. Came off our last game. I'm like, man. I said, I do what's about to happen to me. I'm thinking I'm about to get traded or something. I don't know where I'm uh-huh. going. Then the GM gave me a call. and He shoot me good words. You feel me? Uh, knew they still had um, confidence in me or whatever. And showed me a lot of love. And then Shady called me. That's when he wanted the number. <laughs> so I okay. he did deal with the number. I paid my respect, gave him the number 25. I switched to 34. But that that just that whole thing. Man, it was crazy, it was mind blowing yeah. real. Like I was shocked. And it kinda it kinda made me start the season now behind me, so I can talk about it. And, and just looking back on it, it kinda made me star struck ah. to the season ahead. So now I was like, man, do they really got this confidence in me? They brought this guy in. I just did this and that. I mean, I I had a little showing during preseason, but I wanted to show up more during the season. Absolutely. And once they signed Shady, it kind of had me starstruck to the season what's to come. Yeah. They keep saying it's faster, it's faster, this and that. And I was just starstruck to the season. So this offseason, I mean, I've been on a different type of grind. Just a different mindset, just a different uh, way of going about. Preparing for this next football season. You know, I know that whole little period. I know
2: sometimes, like I ask about the relationship because I know sometimes when a veteran comes in, he's a veteran, especially when they've been successful in the league, been around the block. Yeah, yeah they and have like, the clout. Man, yeah, you are like, man, you know, sometimes the relationships don't go well when it when it when it comes to like the mm-hmm. younger players, the rookies, and things like that. They don't want no relationship. They already know guys in the locker room and shit like that. Mm-hmm. How was your guys' relationship? Were you guys able to bond? Was he able to give you any game, any teachings of the game at all? Or was it one of
0: those things where he kind of did his thing and you kind of did yours? Nah. From the jump, it was like he was big brother. Like, he treated me like he was my big brother.
2: That's great to hear. We
0: was going there. I'm like.
2: That's great to hear. Yeah, yeah. like, he was
0: all. Matter of fact, Shady out here in Arizona with me. He ain't out here training with me, but he out here. So we chop it up. Nah, I still pick his brain to this day. I mean, we still talk every other week, if not every other day, just about football. He just called me, put me on game, and he been like that since he got there. That's beautiful, wow. man. I mean, even in the Super Bowl when he had to sit, it was all yeah. love.
1: I was gonna ask it was you about that. That's humble. That's, that's yeah. I was yeah, gonna man.
2: ask him about that man because some. Vet, I'm telling you, man, like some guys, man, their egos mm-hmm. getting away. You know, you know, Rob, no, seriously,
1: I want to know more about how you can relate to that, because I'm thinking about when you were a young running back and you had Marshawn Lynch in the locker room when you guys were in the Super Bowl. What was that relationship like for you when you had your shot at things and he was kind of having to sit back?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, with me, it was was a little bit the same. You know, I, I had looked up to Marshawn from afar. Uh, coming in uh yeah. and so to, to to be drafted by Seattle and then all of a sudden be teammates with with not only somebody that uh, I had looked up mm-hmm. to but we from the same you know we from the same area which yeah. is, which is one of the reasons mm-hmm. why I was like man you know uh you know beast mode is somebody that like you know i i want to strive to be like you know one yeah. of the guys you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah. and our relationship started really cool you know um and then it and then it you know it you Know it got rocky at times or or or, or whatnot, um, right. But I tell you what, when we were able to reconvene this year, um, and become teammates again, um, you know, I don't know if I can, you know, if I can say I've had a better friend, you know, really. And he, I love that, he, he, yeah. I mean, he's become a a great friend, he, just like you, man, with with, with Lashawn. Like, I'm able to hit up Marshawn and, and we're able to chop it up, you know, he, uh. You know, he's done some some cool things for me. You know, the day that I signed to Seattle, my sister passed away and um, and he owns a restaurant in in Oakland. And so when my family had the funeral, I couldn't go. We were in the playoffs. But when my family had the funeral, he closed down his restaurant for my family and we they were able to do the repass over there and everything like that. So uh, he 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 became a, a really good mentor and a great teammate. You know for me as well but sometimes those relationships i know man can get a little bit rocky you know what i'm saying oh yeah you know so but it's uh, never
1: too late that's the thing it's never ever too late and people really can evolve and change especially when um you know you're traded to different teams you're going different places and then all of a sudden you come back it's really amazing how those experiences I think change you and just and just age just grow yeah
2: and Bridget it's tough too because running back is that is that is is the one position where there's only one of us on the field yeah
1: I can imagine yeah
2: and so the competition of that really like it really gets involved, you know. Yeah, similarly to maybe like a quarterback, but some a lot of times quarterback right. man, it's like man, you know who the guy is. Well, you you
1: know, yeah, like you know, you you're know. going into the league as a backup. Like that's yeah. just usually, yeah.
2: But at running but, back you know, man, I can't it's like imagine a, a, any given yeah. day, man. At running back, it's like man, it could be the next dude, you know. And so Do it's, you ever it,
1: feel it, like anybody's just like on you or being kind of like a, I don't know, like deceiving or something because they want to be your friend, you know, face to face. And then they say a bunch of BS behind your back, you know, but like, I don't know, you know, they don't really know how to be a real teammate when they're fighting for the same position.
2: It's just tough, man. Like they they may not be saying a bunch of things behind your back, but it's, it's like, you know, they, you want that, you want that spot. Like you were running back. You want that spot, You gotta do what you gotta do. You know, you want that spot.
0: It's tough. I know you can relate, D. Oh, yeah, see, my vets are a lot like me now. OK. So I can tell them straight up, like, I'm coming for your spot. Mm. Like, I would tell Shady yeah, and I love them, that. I would, I
1: honesty. Shady like, now. let's just get it out there. Yeah, and then I suck. feel like <laughs> that's <laughs> what <laughs> that's what changes the team dynamic.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we going to keep it real. I mean, at the end of the day, you got your family. I got my family feed. I ain't going to let you, you feel me? Outwork me and eat off my plate, too. Yeah. I'm coming to get that spot. And so, I mean, a lot of times with Shady, like I say, hey, one day I'll be better than you, man. That's what's up. i be way better than your career than your yeah. crime. Like, we could talk like that. We built that relationship that I can talk to these guys that's like beautiful. that. That's beautiful. And they know I'm dead. Because I show it in practice And Every that's time probably I'm, why
1: they I'm respect coming. you.
0: Oh, so, yeah. A lot of times. 100%. But they still, all of them look at me as little brother. Every time I get a phone call, oh, what's up, little brother? Man. I'm coming yeah, That little bro That's cause bro they, lo- that's cause they
1: love you You know you, you gotta take it
2: Yeah I mean that's just part of it You know That's part of it man <laughs> yeah. I got little bros now too You know They call me um, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm Uncle Turbo In the locker room now man I'm like man Hold on man hey. What's
1: Uncle Just just Uncle What is Uncle under Like Dad Or I don't understand I like, think no, nah, Uncle uncle, that- uncle
2: is like I think Uncle Cause ain't nobody Daddy and nobody First of all We all <laughs> yeah, grow man. nobody Daddy and
0: nobody Uncle, uncle Uncle's is
2: probably <laughs> The top
0: that's it but, right okay, there. Okay, what you about the like
1: grandpas in the room? You know what I mean? Like what about like forty five year old kickers? Come on.
0: They call them old man. Yeah,
2: you, an yeah. Old man. Might, you might call what about an old like man, Adam like, Beneteries or yeah, whatever? Yeah, we might know? we call Adam like old like old man Vinny. But even Adam would be like, you know, like Uncle Vinny, like you know, like you okay. knew that's the OG. Yeah. That's the OG. You okay. know what I'm saying? Okay. Like it's levels to the uncle. It's uncles, just really you really know?
1: old. It's just like your really old, wise uncle from right. a different marriage. Got it? Okay.
2: <laughs> right.
1: Who you? Right. Who you respect? No, no matter how many kicks he misses, right. doesn't matter.
2: Yeah. Right. Uh. Oh, so man. coming out of Utah State, you go into the draft. Mm-hmm. Kansas City picks you, right? How was that feeling? Getting picked up by Kansas City, man. So you know the whole
0: draft process is crazy mm-hmm. as it is by itself. Right. Mind you, I played one year. I played one year at Utah State. I played two in JUCO, and I redshirted in JUCO. So like, I just really took a walk or a jump of faith, leap of faith. It was like, man, I don't know what's I'm coming into at Utah State. I just wanna go to the NFL. If I know I'm at the work from the bottom out of the way. Right. And so then getting drafted, get my name called at pick two fourteen, like I thought I was gonna get drafted much higher. And so I was really mad that whole draft. Like my agent, everybody it talking like to me. me everything. Yeah. <laughs> you hear me? I'm thinking really once I seen a couple of my homeboys get drafted, like round three round 4 I'm like all right round 3 or 4 my name got to get called they picked me at 214 like my mom in there streaming She's seen on the TV before I even found out cuz I'm in the bathroom floor <laughs> like I'm Wait, in the bathroom she the sees floor it bef- way
1: before you get the call
0: no she seen it like as I'm getting oh. the call but I don't know who I'm talking to right. i got a philly phone number calling me okay so i'm like man i'm going to the eagles the eagles been showing me a lot of love wow. pre-draft. i'm going to the eagles Mind you, Veach and Andy Reid was in right, Philly,
1: right. so they still
0: got Philly numbers. So when Veach called me, I didn't know who he was, what he was talking about. I was just like, man, I'm mad. I'm still mad on the phone. Like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I keep giving them yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm hype. Then Coach Reid get on the phone, and I started crying like, I'm going to the Chiefs. Wow. My mom just started screaming like somebody got shot. I'm oh like, oh, like, wow. <laughs> like, I ran in there. And my mom was screaming at the top of her lungs. And everybody crying like my best partner was there. She was happy for you, man. Yeah.
1: I have a good question for you. Okay. If you could be quarantined with anybody in the league and you had five choices of people and then one of them had to be your bunkmate or you had to share a bed with them, um, who would those five people be? right now quarantined
2: five people
1: well five people in a house okay you know what i mean because it's got to be crowded so you got to think about somebody that you're really not gonna get sick of and not gonna want to punch in the face after a day
0: yeah damien williams Daryl okay. Williams. i don't know if i can handle shady i don't know I you there's my dog yeah, I you. But I he know. Wild.
1: you gotta be honest you gotta be honest right now this is life or he death
0: he you're gonna wild. die together I got Shady in there just cause I know if we really, if it come down to it, he ready to ride. All right. Uh, DK Metcalf, Paris camp, uh, any coach receive? I train with them. Make- who
1: would be, who would be your like bunk mate that you would never get sick of?
0: Man. And why? Damn it! He going to, he going to sit up there and be quiet. He's just going to send me stuff. Really? On Instagram. <laughs> yeah.
1: Would he send you to sleep? Would he like serenade you at night?
0: Oh
2: no! <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> before before you cut out there, you were actually talking about uh, that draft day experience for you? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And, yeah. yeah, mom, mom going crazy. Coach calling you, and 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 Lashawn then calling you, wanting the number yeah. uh, twenty five, going to Kansas City. I want to piggyback on that just a little bit, and I want to talk about what was the biggest
0: difference from college to the pros for you this year? Preparation, just pre- preparation for the season, preparation for the games, and just throughout the week. The study habits you have to have, not only just create new study habits, but you have to have some type of study habits. through training camp, studying the playbook, just yeah. the plays they give me each night. Mm-hmm. I, mean, every, I mean, it was, every day was a day. It wasn't a half a day at school, it was, a whole day of school. We going from seven to ten at night, all about football. I mean, mm. and, and if you love football, that's what you ask for. I mean, I was, I was living my best life. Training camp. It was hurting. It hurt. But like just to right. learn new football, learn from Coach Reed, learn from the OC, learn from uh, Coach Dillan McCullough. Just to learn football. That that was the biggest part for me. But the preparation. Just it was it was a lot different from college. It was a lot more of it, a lot more context in the preparation and a lot more complex preparation as well, just as far as studying uh, Tennessee's fronts and coverages. I mean, we had to know it all. Right.
1: Yeah, right. that makes sense. I, I can't imagine for the guys now who are getting traded to new teams and needing to prepare virtually. Mm. Like, I really want to know how that works. Like From your perspective, how would you work with a new quarterback? to get him, like, totally used to a new offense. Because I'm thinking about, like, what is Tom Brady doing? You know, obviously he's a lot smarter than, like, half of the league, so he's got some whole probably system going. But still, I think about so many guys who are going to new teams and they don't have time to, like, really get their hands on with, with um, you know, their teammates. How do you do that and adapt to what's going on right now when you have no idea when you'll be able to get to um, training camp, if so, and if the season will start on time.
2: Yeah, Bridget, and, and before you answer that question, like, Tom, even with Tom Brady, like, you know, as as much football as he knows, he's still going into a brand new system. Well,
1: yeah, he's like, never played anything else.
2: Yeah, brand new system. Yeah, that's a good question, man. How do you like, think uh, you
0: would be able to adjust to that? See, I, I mean, bro, you can, you can attest to this. A lot of the playbooks are made up of the same run schemes inside zone power. It's just called a different name. It's just like a little bit of a
1: different language.
0: Yeah, Yeah, the terminology changes. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really most of what changes the terminology. Football is football. You learn a lot of different words and terminology and just um, philosophies in the offense for Tom. Mm -hmm. I mean, just how they want to do things. And I think that's more of what you have to learn moving around in the league. I mean, Carlos Hyde was with us, and he jumped with the Texans that fast. You know? So he learned that, and I really questioned that too before I got to the NFL. But a lot of the stuff is the same. You just learn new terminology.
2: Terminology.
1: Yeah, definitely. Well,
2: the thing is, too, you know, uh, the thing is, too, is this: <clears throat> there's nothing like. I mean, you can virtually learn a bunch of stuff, Bridget. You can. They well, can send we, you a playbook would we be in the on mail. A
1: Zoom chat, you know? Oh, like,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> But yeah. the thing like is, though, there's technology. nothing...
1: You do yeah. have a Zoom next week? Yeah. Love
2: mm-hmm. it. They're doing everything on Zoom now. But there's nothing like... Nothing can equate to hearing something in the huddle and then going out and, you know, repping it. Yeah. And it's really the repetition, for at least for me, that, right. that helps you learn, like, yeah. the playbook. So I, I'm sure it's going m- to totally yeah, be tough on a lot of players. is totally different. Yeah, it's going to be tough on a lot of players... Every quarterback is different. I mean, the way that they do their snap counts, the way that they call a play in the huddle, right? You got to get used to these are the little mm-hmm. intricate things that people don't think about. Mm-hmm. You got to get used to hearing that from mm-hmm. your guy, you know, yeah. in order for it's that to really rhythm. click in your yeah. mind. Yeah. So even though you are able to learn all this stuff virtually, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard, I think, for for, for new guys uh, going to new teams to to really uh, mm-hmm. dissect and learn. Uh, you know, a new system, you know, yeah. without being able to rep it uh, and without being able to hear the call uh, from your quarterback, are gonna be tough. Yeah. No, absolutely.
1: that's like that's like memorizing a recipe so many times in the kitchen, but never being able to cook the recipe.
2: Okay, I've never been much of a gambler uh, but for all you gamblers out there, with no sports going on, you feeling like there's nothing to to bet on. I've got news for you. You can go to betonline.ag, bet on things like mixed martial arts, American Idol, et cetera, the election. Um, you can use my promo code, mypod100. Again, that's mypod100,
0: betonline.ag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I just I came from an office where all we use is signals, hand signals, and I got a Chiefs yes. and it's all word of mouth. And so I can wow. imagine for a rookie coming in and having to deal with something like that. <laughs> I had to get practice. Yeah. I'm like, I need to hear it totally. over and over just to listen to mm-hmm. Pat saying what exactly pertains to my position. And that was probably mm-hmm. the hardest part in the beginning, is just mm-hmm. knowing the words and just studying that long, man, I tell you what, it's be the yeah. longest place. You, you sitting in the huddle, he say some a whole bunch of other stuff and then what you got to do and you forget everything yeah. else. Might tell you yeah. when you need to line up, or like that yeah. was the hardest part for me, just remembering what he actually said in the huddle. Yeah, I'm Who's sure so that these?
1: I love that you said that though, because I think people wonder that all the time. Yeah. You know,
2: right? Yeah. You know, I think with these virtual meetings, it, it's it's gonna <laughs> have to be pretty basic because even you know, even when it when it, when, it, when it pertains to learning a, a system, a scheme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys, you got to think about, like, there's situational parts of the scheme that you have to learn, right. like, two-minute two plays and two-minute offense. Mm-hmm. Then there's there's audibles that you have to learn within the scheme. There are what's called code words, Bridget, that they're not going to always call, you know, I write 36 power. Sometimes it's going to be bulldog mm-hmm. or... You know what I mean, and that means mm-hmm. I write thirty six power. You know, right? And those are those are memorizational uh, uh, terminology that you have to know, uh, man. When you're out there, so it it, it it can get really complex. I'm sure, you know, mm-hmm. from my vantage point, man, they're going to have to keep things really, really basic as it pertains to to mm-hmm. the learning over over these virtual calls during uh, during this time. How Have you been able to deal with the coronavirus? How has it affected you, uh, at all in your normal regiment? I know that this is your first off season. A lot of people talk about when you're a rookie, they're like, man, your first off season is going to be like, you're not going to know what to do. You're going to have so much time mm-hmm. on your hands. I'm sure people have tried to, you know, coach you up a little bit, give you some game on, uh, how to manage the off season a little bit. Cause it's a lot longer than what you would get in college. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how have you been able to to to
0: deal with that? Um, you know with the coronavirus going on. Man, I treat it as regular as possible. I mean, I give my people a call back home, but I go straight from the gym <clears throat> to my work. I mean, my both my speed training and my gym work goes at the same spot, so I'm blessed for that reason. Then I try to stay outside a little bit because I got my dog, my puppy, with me, so I be having to Aww. take him outside. He's right here making oh too much. I making. Uh, I'm,
2: I'm not sure what your relationship is like um, with Jordan. You guys, you guys tight? You and you and Jay love?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Jay love my boy. We uh, I try to give him a lot of. I mean, he in a way a different position than I am or I was as far as the draft mm-hmm. goes. He projected first round. So I mean, from. Mm-hmm. The combine and all that stuff. I mean, I try to give him some words of encouragement, but that's my dog. I wish him the best. I know so, he's gonna do good wherever he lands. Yeah, yeah.
2: What do you think? What do you think? Uh, what do you think is you know where he'll go? You think he'll go first round? Is there a team that you feel uh, may be a good fit
0: for him? I really see him. I see him. Okay. I see him with the Patriots shining. Just being in a in a, in a system like really? that, yeah, I see him at the Patriots shining. Stepping okay. in, stepping in for Brady, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. I would, I if Tom Brady okay. was there to be under his wing, like the Alex Smith and yeah. Pat kind of thing for his first year. Right. But I think once he learned, mm-hmm. just that, you know, this, the speed of the game. So you, you,
2: know, you think you think a situation where he can be under somebody for a year or two, probably. Boats best for him. Instead of going in, starting right away. Yes,
1: definitely. <laughs> Interesting.
2: Yeah, I kind of agree with that.
1: Yeah. That, and that Maybe, doesn't mean yeah. like
2: he doesn't have the skills or, or anything mm-hmm. like that. I just no, think no, no. that like it, it it's helpful. You know what I mean, Bridge? Like yeah, like what like about Aaron going somewhere? And,
1: and... Oh yeah, going under Aaron or like what about going somewhere like the Colts, where you know that Philip Rivers is probably going to retire soon, and they'll need mm-hmm. somebody to slide in. Um, so it's not necessarily you're going in as a backup. You're just going to learn.
0: Going on I mean, that's – I feel like he'll catapult a lot of players into that next season. I mean, just coming off my first season, Coach Reed told me that the next year is going to be like a catapult into how much better you'll be because you've seen it all. And now I've seen Tom Brady. I've been to the Patriots Stadium. I've mm-hmm. played against the Chargers. It's not a shock to me no more. I think coming in that first year for a lot of players, that first year is a shock. It's starstruck. Me and Starstruck, you in the NFL now? It's all yeah. you dream about. It's all you work for. So I think com- for Jordan, coming from a smaller school, not having that exposure as a top tier athlete, and now getting all this love, just to sit back and really take it in and then come back that next year harder, I think that would be best for him. But I mean, I ain't God. I believe his guy's playing in any way he walks. But 100%. I-, I see him in for sure.
1: Yeah, but you got it. I mean, you know, there have been so many professional athletes that have come out and shined from those smaller schools, and I'm talking about smaller than Utah State, like you know, Carson Wentz, right? Exactly. Yeah. North Dakota State, and then even like um, Antonio Gates coming from Kent State, like people who are Hall of Famers who um, just seriously who are and who go undrafted and then make an impact in the league and it doesn't even matter what kind of experience that they really had in college and it's incredible to see that transition um I, I think that's always why it's so important to talk about why the program is different so much so than like maybe whatever the speed is in college or however you want to um call it but I think that that's why, like, I'm honestly so. We we were talking about this earlier today, but why I'm so uh, curious about. How virtual visits and everything will be affected um, once, you know, draft rolls around next week because or whenever this airs once when the draft came, I don't know. (laughs) But um, but because, you know, no one's able to really show to show up in person, you know, so all of those guys who have really come out of um, these smaller places and shined, they're not able to do that. Um, so for anybody who's in that position and might not be a first rounder, but really could be that, you know, um hidden hidden flower in the fields, what would you say to them as far as a strategy for trying to stand out?
0: It's a dog eat dog world, man. You can't come in with no no soft, no nothing. They gonna attack that from the jump. I mean, got everybody trying to make it an NFL. There's guys that waited in line just to go against the softest one in line to show that they dominate in the NFL. You hear me? So don't come in. Like I, I had to tell one of my my best partners, just come in ready to attack, attack every day. Know that you're the best. Have a different swagger and confidence and composure. I just tweeted this the other day. Different swagger, confidence, and composure once you hit the field. That's all it's about. Ace, Stop. I love that. You said you were
2: approaching your training differently this year uh than you did you know last year going into the draft and obviously yep. going into the draft um you know a lot of it is prepare your your training is a a lot of the preparation is you know combine and pro day and stuff yep. like that it's a little bit different where now mm-hmm. you can hone in into just training for the season but what are some of the things um that you are doing differently uh
0: heading into um, you know this offseason and going into the season you know, I'm a weight room head. I'm like you. I like to be in the weight room, so I kind of took took a step back from the weights. Really, just focus on my game, whether that be route running. Now I have my iPad, so I'm definitely watching a lot more film, just studying, Tennessee, studying my mistakes from last year. That's what I like to do most: is just look at how bad I was, where my confidence, composure was at last year. Just going into each game and just watching that game forward to. I'm watching the other backs as well. Really, I like to study other backs. And right now, I watch a lot of uh, Christian McCaffrey, which was the best back in the league last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watch Sean McCoy. And then I watch Barry Sanders a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, to study the movements, really. And that's what I look at most is the movements and how they manipulate defenders. So yeah. I'm, I'm starting to think more deep into, like, the mind game that you play in the NFL. Everybody good. right? Everybody good. How you separate yourself mentally. Uh, just that swagger, composure, and confidence. Like, what you yeah. are you coming to the field? And that—that's my main goal this offseason. Is just to build that's up my mental. That's big.
2: That's a huge I mindset. Love it. Yeah.
1: Good goals. Great mindset. What does it take to be great? Great,
2: great mindset. Oh, yeah. Who? Uh, who's your favorite running back g- coming up?
0: Top three. Uh, Barry, Marshawn, and LaShawn. <laughs> great. Don't tell him I said that though. <laughs> hopefully, well, he you to, yeah, anyway. hopefully he don't listen. hopefully <laughs> yeah. to the show. Marshawn <laughs> no, was your favorite, me. one of your favorite running backs coming up. For real, Yeah. Wow. Shady too far, Shady was one of my favorite. Marshawn, because so that's why you're sure. so oh.
1: Star Trek. Okay.
0: Yeah, but I never tell. I never told him that. I will never tell him that. Like <laughs> Shady would never hear that from me.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was blessed, bro, hey, to be able to shit. play with with Marshawn, but also Frank Gore, yeah. who's an all time great, future <laughs> Hall of <laughs> Famer, but. You know, I don't know if I ever saw anybody in person better than uh, than Marshawn. My favorite running back growing up was Barry Sanders. Um, oh yeah, but uh, but man, yeah, Beast Mode See, is definitely is definitely on a special. Level. Definitely a special, a special yeah. cat man. I always wanted to
0: go to coming out of high school, coming out when I was young. I always wanted to go to Cal Berkeley because of Marshawn.
1: Really?
0: My, my family originally from East wow. Oakland. My family is still there. Like all my family is from the Bay. Um, just growing up, all I knew was Cal Berkeley. All I knew was Marshawn at Cal. That's all I wanted to do. Yeah. That
1: stadium is so boring, though. It's seriously. Okay. It's yeah, you, you talking
0: to a you talking
2: to an Oregon grad over there. So well, I'm,
1: just, uh, I'm just being honest. I'm be just tell, I'm just telling you. No, I'm just I'm just telling you. I think you know you made the right calls. I promise you, yeah, you didn't miss out too much.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> See, I went JUCO first. I went JUCO first. So once I was trying to go to Cal, the second time I didn't have the grades to get into Cal, and they don't really take yeah. JUCO kids. Right. And so that was like just the hard, like heartache.
1: Yeah. I had a friend who ran track there uh, after two years at Juco. And I remember it was horrible having to get his grades up before they accepted yeah. him. Like he was an amazing athlete and they wouldn't take him until he got his grades up. Um, so they're really serious about that stuff. And I mean, that's, you know, any school's prerogative, but. Yeah. Um, I, t- I get it. I mean, it's, it's tough. And I think people don't realize that stuff. They think that athletes have to just go to school just to play, play a sport, but there's a whole nother side of it when you're having to be a student as well. It's another full-time job.
0: Yeah. I think 100%. A lot of people separate. Well, like Marshawn from the outside, looking in, he separated himself just being that athlete that went to Cal that's doing a lot, much more outside of football than he is now. He can be that football player that graduated with a higher GPA from Cal Berkeley. Man, that's a prestigious school as well. Mm-hmm. And, I, that's a leader to me. It's inspirational to me to see stuff like that. <laughs> what kind of questions did you have for Beast Mode? Like coming into the game, did you question him? You was trying to pick his brain,
2: right? 100%, yeah, yeah. I wanted to know what his training regimen was like, number one, yeah. going into the offseason. How do I prepare? You know, secondly, uh, you know, I wanted to pick his brand about the field. What are you looking at out there? What do you see? You know, thing about Marshawn is that uh, you know he w- he was big on feel, uh, just feeling the game. You know, coaches are going to coach you up on like what you're supposed to read and what you should look at and stuff like that. You know, Marshawn wasn't too into that, but when he did dive into it, it was it was it was a, it was always a little bit different than what coaches talking about you know and it was like ah i see i see now whole different yeah i see i see what makes him a little bit special i mean coaches coaching you up on one thing and and he's taking the coaching don't get me wrong but mm-hmm. his eyes uh, are a little bit different than than what we were getting coached up to do uh and eventually you know he he shared some of that information with me uh, and stuff like that. Those were the main two things. I wanted to know, you know, what his offseason regimen was like from a training standpoint, a preparation standpoint, and then, you know, what he was looking at out there. You Did
1: you ever ask him what can I do to wake up in beast mode?
2: <laughs> nah, I didn't. I didn't. I never wanted to be him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wanted to be I wanted to to, to be great <laughs> like he was, but obviously uh uh, with 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 turban on my back, you know what I'm saying. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I'm still I'm still working to achieve that. Yeah, oh God. yeah. That was the that was the main thing for me. But I had a, I had some good mentors, man, coming in. Leon Washington, who was a return specialist and uh, played running back as well, taught me a lot of things. Michael Robinson, who was our who was our starting fullback, and even guys on the defensive side like Sherm and Earl. Man, those guys always took yeah. time to. To, to bring me to the side and, and holler highlight me about uh, a number of different things. Uh, I always w- was interested in 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 understanding understanding what, you know, what a defensive player was looking at as well, you know, like mm-hmm. getting their perspective of the game also. Uh felt like that
0: helped my game a lot, you know, so. That's crazy you say that cuz a lot of times I talk to Tyron and uh Frank Clark. Maybe mm-hmm. they- nine times out of ten put me on a lot more game than my my dogs do on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. So I, I try to peep their brain. Really, I watch the way Tyron move. Just his, mm-hmm. his confidence, his swagger on the field, his composure, just how he carries himself. Mm-hmm. Tyron hit the field, you know who's coming every yeah. time. So his preparation, how he go about things. I watch how them guys move. And just to hear you say that, how you um, listen to a lot of defense guys and how they think about things. And that's why I started mm-hmm. thinking about manipulating defenders, just making them think I'm doing one thing and I'm doing the other. Right. And that's really the right. biggest thing. My biggest dog going into.
1: Definitely.
2: Well, you know, you always we'll got you. You know, you always can contact yeah. me anytime, man. Yeah. You know, anytime you want, uh, you know, need some game, want some advice, or whatever. Yeah. I'm here. I know we wanted we wanted to train together this off season. I know it. But that know ain't, it. it ain't looking like we're gonna be able to do that. So, <laughs> so we'll have yeah. to keep our fingers crossed. And
1: you guys and, can just have some Zoom dates. <laughs>
2: Hopefully next I'll year supervise. we can. We can do some, uh, but. Uh, I want that jersey, man. When we when we step oh, yeah, on the field sure. next year, we 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 definitely gotta trade jerseys after that sure. game. Yeah, yeah, hopefully hopefully you'll be there too, Bridge. You know, for this specific game because we're doing this yeah. interview. So
1: just to take the pick.
2: I yeah, I'm very
1: good. I have a good camera on my phone.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for the 12 to come out. That's what everybody told me. That's why I'm holding out.
1: I get a new phone every year because I mean because it's for work. So I get the new phone every year. So it's basically like you rent a phone. So you just pay a Mm. monthly fee. So you're not paying for a phone up front every time, which is awesome. So you just trade it in every year. It's so great.
2: I love Kikara. I got to get on that.
0: That sounds. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. (laughs) Damn. I break my phones too much to do that.
1: No, 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 no. Here's the thing. When you do that, you get AppleCare every time. Every time. Mm. So you get two phones so because trust me i'm a breaker too i will tell you they figured out apple cares the best you get two phones a year if you do this uh program yeah
2: i'm yeah. gonna have to
0: get on that too both my phones all right man
2: well hey thanks for coming on to the show brad yeah. really appreciate that bro that's big time for us man looking out uh you know good luck man good luck with the with the rest of the off season, this upcoming season um, stay healthy and
1: don't breathe on people
2: 100 <laughs> percent, man stay out the way you. uh stay low-key man be blessed and um shit we'll holla at you soon bro yes,
0: sir sound good i appreciate y'all having me on